Andy Bush and Richie Firth, home time. Welcome to our podcast. We hope you've had a hope you've had a good day. What percentage or above day quality rating we are we hoping for people to? What we I'd say I'd say anything above sixty five is possible for a Monday. I would take sixty five percent or above as a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. if you're a full board listener, yeah, maybe even fifty percent or above because you're special, a special person. No, no, disagree. Really, e- even if you're full board or not, fifty percent is not a good day. It's 50-50, though. It's half and half. Yeah, but that doesn't make it good, does it? You're acknowledging that a lot of cacks happen. I know, but Monday, though... I mean, you know what Monday's like? Monday's are awful. Monday's a day when you get like you get in and you've got shaving foam behind the back of your ear or whatever. Your knickers I disagree. Are, the back of your, your skirt or whatever. <laughs> not, well, not a problem for me. <laughs> um, I, find, I've, I find Tuesday the worst day. Really? Why? Yeah, What's your problem with Tuesday? Because I have no memory now of the weekend. Yeah, it's And gone. the next weekend is too far away. Really? Yeah. I see I, Monday for me, terrible, and I'm quite happy with the other days. I'd say 65 is still the parameter, no matter what the, the day. parameter. Now, Richie, as we speak at this particular point, uh, you're hours away from going to back to a, a rural field near oh, where you live yeah. to go and revisit this goat. Yeah, uh, this time supervised, though. You remember uh, a couple of weeks ago? No, actually, only last weekend. I, it was a goat that uh, had, had managed to escape from a farm shop. Uh, <laughs> and as I'm merely looking around, waiting to buy some uh, beautiful dairy products, um, this, this pygmy goat is terrorising me. Yeah. I go back to see it tomorrow. Hopefully, because it's a planned visit, uh, the goat will have a handler with it, and it'll be a far more, a far more organised experience. But the great thing is about this goat is we found out it didn't have a name. Mm-hmm. You guys have named it Leona the Goat. Well done. That's a great choice. Not not us. You guys <laughs> named it. Provocative to some. If you're uh, Leona Graham from yeah. our No Repeat Guarantee, but I'm going to be meeting the goat tomorrow apologising for casting dispersions on it yep. uh, and also presenting it with a framed picture of the rock goddess herself, <laughs> Leona Graham, <laughs> that it can put up uh, in its sty. Its style, whatever the name, Loafing House. Loafing House, that's what we found Apparently it was. goats live in loafing houses, which is a very unusual thing that we learned the other day. So uh, watch, <laughs> watch out on the show then tomorrow. Uh, there's going to be a video posted. Richie's taking a little camera crew down there with him as well. He's going to be presenting a goat with a picture of Leona. Sounds a little bit like the uh, QI podcast when we're uh, giving out the old loafing house stuff. But don't worry, we haven't turned all uh, Sandy Toxvig. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile, every little house. Absolute Radio on a Monday afternoon. It's home time with Bush and Richie. 12 minutes past four. Good to have you on board. We've got some great music for you lot today. And hopefully you've had a great weekend. Good weekend for me. Went to a wedding, friend's wedding. James and Lizzie had a lovely time. And uh, part of the wedding day, this was, well, it's not the most exciting <laughs> thing, but I, I certainly enjoyed it. Yeah. They'd organised a bus between the venue for the uh, ceremony and then the reception. Oh, this has turned into a bit of a thing now, hasn't it? The kind of family, because people used to make their own way. Like, yes. you know, like, make your own way to the reception. But, but now they, they throw on a bus for people. Throw on a bus, and I was one of the first people on the bus, which gave me the chance to have the pick of the bus. What kind of bus are we talking? Double-decker bus. Oh, lovely. Not vintage, just a stand... Kind of thing that, back in the day, might have actually been a school bus. Yes. And so I went textbook 
got on the bus, it's a double-decker, straight up the stairs and front right, so basically sat above the driver. Yes, I'm 41, <laughs> but that is exactly <laughs> where I wanted to sit. It's weird, though. I think you can tell a hell of a lot about someone from where they choose. If you, if you picture in your mind, right, listening to this right now, picture in your mind an empty bus, double-decker, where you choose to sit, I think, says everything. Maybe you're going to be a bit of a rebel and go old school, sit at the back. For me, I always sit, right, either top left, not top right, weirdly. Why would you go top left? I like the kind of effect of the, the trees nearly hit me in the face with the glasses there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, mean. I kind of like that. But it's, for me, it's either that bit there or um, what I would describe as the goose seat. Uh, you know Goose? Is he the co-pilot in yeah, yeah, Top yeah, Gun? Yeah, yeah. The little seat behind the driver that you get in oh, these It's kind of like buses. a little egg pod, isn't it? Yeah, I quite like that. Just sort of tucked in behind there. Personally, I don't understand why on a double-decker bus anybody would go anywhere other than above the driver. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bold statement to start the show where you sit on a bus, says everything about you as a person. Richie went to a wedding at the weekend and they had a double-decker bus. Where did you sit? Textbook, front right, above the driver. Uh, Dr Songo says, why would anyone sit anywhere else? Plus, you can pull faces through that viewy mirror thing at the actual driver. Now, do you know what? If you're 41 and you're sat above the driver, this is what I did with my wife's handbag. I was actually put it over the driver's viewy mirror thing. Oh my, they, can't, they can't get cross with an adult. How childlike is that? That's unbelievable. <laughs> this guy's just trying to do his job. Imagine that as well. Bus drivers must get pushed to the edge by school kids. You think by taking a load of adults on a wedding trip he's probably not going to get any trouble. <laughs> Firth sits down and blocks his view. Uh, Dan Cox says, very disappointingly, just sit at the closest seat. Saves walking. No. It's not really the spirit, is it, mate? Really? On Twitter, Lee, you and front right. Pretend I'm the driver. Obviously, another person backing me up here. Yeah. Taff saying here, front if at the top, back if at the bottom that's standard right I'd have to disagree because if you if you're if you're on the bottom you don't want to be at the back because oh. then you're sat by the engine they're warm seats you know what when when I was at school as well um, they the sixth formers used to pick a different like second year or whatever and drag them to the back uh, when we were in on, in transit on the way to Devon. Is this a Merseyside school? It's, not, it's, it's, a, it's a Devonshire thing. They used to pull your coat over your head <laughs> really? and ruffle your hair and take your glasses off and everything. Wow. So I get quite bad flashbacks, as you could have heard, <laughs> during that little bit You there. went somewhere there. I did. It was just a, a different place, different time. Julie's finally a bit niche. I always favoured the side seats on the classic Leyland Titan. I think Ooh. we're going a little bit into the bus community <laughs> here. But... Get on the bus forums. And Tot says, our single-deckers have a midpoint emergency exit, free extra legroom seats, also the most comfortable seats as it's the midpoint between both axles from a physics point of view less bounce wow yeah. Yvonne in Manchester says I totally would sit top deck at the back so you could smoke but still have enough time to put it out if the driver stopped and try and have a go at you says Just, a lot about Yvonne doesn't it yeah 90s school trips <laughs> uh, Poynton County High School massive that's some kind of gang. That is some kind of gang. Can I just say I'm quite hurt by the lack of support for my little booth seat behind the driver? If you're saying that this says something about the audience... It's a brilliant seat. You'd have to flip it and say this does say something about you. You're the only person who's gone for that little egg seat behind the I driver, tucked away in the stairs. Do you know what it says about me? Executive travel. Because <laughs> it's, it's a little lower. bit like having a cabin on a boat, <laughs> isn't it? If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Obviously, we've been talking about the fact that um, whose wedding do you go to at the weekend? The one with uh, the double decker fr- bus? Yeah, some friends of ours, James and Lizzie, got married in Cambridge over the weekend. Double decker bus from the, the venue uh, to the reception area, yes. Now, uh, Natalie, your wife has sent in this picture because it's so strange. You, you uh, She was taking a photo of the bride and groom. They looked they look gorgeous, didn't they, the yeah, pair they of them? Did. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. Very good looking couple. They were, yes. It and like they a, are indeed. An ideal wedding as well. It all looked great. It did. However, it's only when you stare at this photo of the pair of them that Natalie's taken that just between... I don't know where, where you would describe it. It's just like under the crook of his arm. You can see you staring between them. I now know what picture you're talking about. Everything about this in reflection is... is it looks wrong. It does look wrong. But it... But... <laughs> Mitigating circumstances were because Natalie is breastfeeding, so she was the designated driver for the day. Yeah. Post-ceremony, I may have had a couple of flutes of Prosecco, shall we say. A couple of shandies. And then when you see a picture being taken and you you spot a crack, then it's it's wrong not to attempt to break out a photobomb, in my opinion. I would say, and we're billing it as such on Twitter and on Facebook, and I urge you, if you get two minutes before you leave the office or whatever today, or you have a look on your phone, if you sat back right, hardcore in it on a top of the double-decker bus, have a little look at it. Uh, it's the most... Uh, menacing photobomb <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. Unfortunately, because of the positioning of the of the bride and groom and whereabouts I am in the picture, and then because of the the fuelled mischief on my face, it, it does it does have a menace about it. We've anim- animated the picture and given it some kind of uh, like suspense music to add to the look. <laughs> I've never seen you give that stare before. It's really really quite menacing. You look like because it looks like a you know it's a wedding at a stately home. You look like the ghost of like a, a, a highwayman <laughs> that's come to a here at this actual ceremony <laughs> have a look for yourselves let us know what you reckon <laughs> facebook.com you can tweet as well at Absolute Radio The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio where real music matters Andy Bush and Richie Firth with Home Time on a Monday it's 4.54 uh, just talking about this unbelievable uh, menacing photobomb from Richie <laughs> Firth at the uh, wedding he went to at the weekend how are you feeling about the comments that are coming in from our listeners because it's quite brutal a lot of people going down the shining route yes a uh, lot of people here's Richie a <laughs> lot of people saying uh, so for example Russell here says actually took me a second or two to spot Richie looking in the background Helen's saying it's like one of those share when you see it photos. How is it not obvious from straight away? Your, your <laughs> eyes are piercing through. Yeah, but you know what you're looking for. Never seen I think otherwise like it. You, you just see a beautiful bride and groom, and then when it zooms in, then I think you see the piercing fur. Uh, Philippa, the piercing fur. <laughs> Uh, Philippa says I'm now dying at work laughing at this thanks very much Katie says that's scary again adding to the Jack Nicholson thing inexplicably the Exeter Tourist Board have retweeted it what? I don't know why wedding was in Cambridge Uh, Cliff says the girl is mine the dog gone girl is mine insinuating that you're like some kind of uh, wronged lover in the background (laughs) turns up at the big day soaked inexplicably soaked soon oh dear Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. So we went to the House of Commons today, Richie and I. And we're going to talk about that in a bit. It was a very important event and everything. It was MPs there, yeah. wasn't there? Uh, there was the press there. Yep. Rachel Riley off of Countdown, she was there. Yep. Uh, and we're dressed up smart, as you can tell right now. We're both dressed up smart and everything. Look, a pair of waiters. So we're on our best behaviour. And then you get that kind of added sense of tension. Uh, you get like, the security on the way into the House of Parliament and stuff. It was like flying, wasn't it? It was literally like flying. I'd take your belt off and everything. It felt like it was in The Bodyguard, that mm. TV show or whatever. 
whatever. And then in the presentation, uh, before like the MP started talking, uh, they put on a bit of a spread. So there was sausage roll, like breakfast time, yeah, breakfast time stuff. It was first thing this morning, bacon rolls and everything. And behind Richie in the queue as we're waiting to go forwards and get our hot like breakfast rolls, and he reaches out and grabs a handful of mayonnaise sachets. <laughs> And I thought, oh, that's weird. We're having, like, you know, sausage rolls. It's not going to work. Then he doesn't put them on his sausages. He puts them straight into his coat pocket. Absolutely, yeah. And you didn't use them at all no. during the actual breakfast. This is something that I do a lot. Uh, it is primarily because a lot of fast food restaurants across the UK doesn't even have to be fast food. People these days seem to be holding back mayonnaise from the population. If you ask for mayonnaise, they'll either make you pay for it or they say, oh, I'm sorry, we don't do mayonnaise. Yeah, are you saying there's a mayonnaise conspiracy. There is, that is what you're something going right on, now? and maybe that is for another show, and we another can go show. more in depth. But I, can I just say the reason why I was so appalled? Bearing in mind that we were at the very seat of our government here, and you were behaving like this, right? <laughs> is that I don't think if someone puts on free condiments for you, they shouldn't really leave the room for which they were attended. Because <laughs> if I get a load of condiments, right? Say if we go to a fast food place and we get, you always overdo it with condiments, don't you? you grab loads of sachets. Yeah, I always go and put them back before we leave. No, no, no. You see, what I do is if I see some ready to take, because it's so rare, yeah. I'll restock. So, like, right now, I've got, you I've got them in my pocket. Still got them in okay. his pocket. You're a dis- that is a disgraceful behaviour. It's, not, it's, it's not, disgraceful behaviour. I'm never going to know when I will need these. Right. Because I never know when I need mayonnaise in my life. But at least if I have them, then I'm ready. He's holding them in the air like he's like one-up poker playing cards. <laughs> but this is special mayonnaise. This, not many people are going to have... House of Commons mayonnaise. Do you know what the worst thing is about this? And we'll come back to it, but the worst thing about it was, fast forward a few hours and we're sat in a cafe having a show meeting, you're having fish and chips, <laughs> you've got the front to ask the waitress if she's got any mayo. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Never seen anything like it. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Another cracking edition of the Absolute Radio 90s. This is Home Time with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. It's a Monday. It's quarter past five. We have a scenario going on. Ricardo says I just turned on the radio and literally the first thing I heard was Richie saying special mayonnaise. Go easy, please. <laughs> uh, we're at the House of Commons and Richie has helped himself to three sachets of mayonnaise from a breakfast buffet, then didn't even use it on his hot bacon roll this that we were there for. This is because I'm always stocking up on sachets of mayonnaise because I don't think it is readily available enough in public. I'm going to put to you that I thought it was out of order. I also think that, like I said before, uh, condiments, when free and given out like that, shouldn't be taken for like your own personal supply. Well, if you really want to go down the cost and, uh, on, uh, uh, and write to those condiments, yeah. they are in the seat of Parliament. <laughs> they are the essence of taxpayers' money. I've paid for that mayonnaise already. You've got a point. Well, you're going to crack them out like a nice bottle of uh, <laughs> like 15-year-old wine <laughs> yeah. for a special occasion. Well, I think I will. I mean, th- th- this isn't any old mayonnaise. Look, if you look at these, right, they're non-branded. Can you stop say... taking them out of your pocket, like <laughs> flapping them around? It doesn't say Hellman's or Heinz on here. This is House of Commons mayonnaise. It's just got pictures of egg yolks on it, listener. I feel like that is contraband right now, <laughs> to be honest with you. So that, that morally, we, we're clearly not agreeing on this. And we've been arguing about this for literally since about half nine this yes, morning. Yes, we have, yeah. So uh, let's just morally put this to the audience here. Was Richie wrong? Did he do the wrong thing by taking 
these condiments with them. You probably might have done the same thing in your own situation where you've been, you know, they've got a spread of free stuff on offer. Is it up to you then to be able to put it in your pockets of your coat and take it with you? Sarah says on Twitter, I hate mayonnaise. You can't buy a supermarket sandwich without it all slipped over. I wish there was a national shortage of the stuff. Doesn't say whether it's right or wrong, though. Just asking the question, is that wrong? Is that a wrong thing to do? I think it's morally bankrupt of Richie. My defence is you never know in what situation that you are going to be in when you need mayonnaise. (laughs) So I'd always rather be topped up. (laughs) Outrageous behaviour. Sarah in Chelmsford said completely with Richie on this one for free condiments. A fair game as far as I'm concerned. Every time I'm at Macker's, I always ask for all the sauces and then take them home and put them in my camping reserve. Camping's popular. Stock up, I say, when I'm away. Camping, B&B, stock up properly. Hit a Weatherspoons and get the branded sauces. Salt, vinegar, the lot. This is not Grand Theft Auto. You're not going to hit a Weatherspoons. <laughs> Matt says, nothing wrong at all. Cost taken into consideration. Next to my microwave at home on Twitter, he's got three cups filled with straws, uh, chopsticks, a little face wipe. You know the things you can yeah. wipe your face in? Uh, KFC He's he's got a pack of them there as well. Uh, The cafe people getting in touch. As someone who has worked in a cafe for the last five years, please do not take the condiments for your own secret stash. We will not confront you, but we do notice, and we will hate you for it. Wow. There you go. The cafe people have spoken. It's a wind-up as far as they're concerned. But morally, ask yourself this question. Have you done it? Do you think it's bad? Time podcast with Bush and Richie. Matt and Bridlington says, Hi Bush, hi Richie. We went to the Foo Fighters at the London Stadium this year. We set our niece the challenge of getting as many ketchup sachets out as she could. She managed 48. Wow. That you'd need like a bin bag for that. Oh, so I reckon, because they, they scrunch up, I've still got you know, three in the pocket. <laughs> they scrunch up two pockets worth, I reckon. Stop that is. taking them out of your pockets. Uh, Stephen and Warrington says, Having used to work in a well known supermarket cafe, people used to take sachets of sauces en masse and didn't use them meaning they were binned. So you were right to take the House of Commonwealth. All right, fair enough. Power to the people, he says. I'm glad this has ended well, because in, in all seriousness, um, I wouldn't want this to have, have tarnished what was uh, actually a really important morning, the reason that Andy and I were down there. Uh, you may remember quite a few months ago, I still remember talking about this uh, months ago on the radio station, the launch of uh, Where's Your Head At? Uh, this is uh, a campaign to have more provision for uh, mental health um, help in the workplace. Yeah. Started from scratch, and uh, the reason we were down there today is because this petition has now reached just under 200,000 signatories, uh, which means that this now has to be debated in Parliament, uh, which is fantastic. It's the first steps, but we're getting somewhere, got to keep going. But uh, it was an exciting day to see the progress today. I was was so proud of it, especially, you know, it's part of the whole radio group that we're in, Bauer. They've Mm -hmm. done a brilliant job with it as well. But uh, it's getting like, you know, you'll have a first aider who can help you if you accidentally scold yourself Mm. on on the, the kettle in the kitchen. But there's no one else of that like mind that would be able to help you if you've got mental health mm. issues or you're feeling stressed or whatever so it's trying to make sure that that is just something that's standard in a workplace which would be amazing if it's something that we can get going and, and the thing for me that really hit home was the survey that Bauer did about what leads to mental health issues and it's not social media people always blame it on social yeah. media in terms of the people that we spoke to it was uh, money and work stress so mm. workplaces have that there so a proud day for Absolute Radio and everyone here at One Bauer Media They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We're celebrating Absolute Radio's 10th birthday. Thought we needed to do something after Richie and I were just there at the top of drinking... 
plastic cans or bottles of lager watching the uh, the gig the other night. I thought we'd do something about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Put our own pub quiz on. You can still sign up and be there by going to our website, absoluteradio.co.uk. Which is what Emma has done. Uh, Emma, chances of uh, you and your team winning on the night? What would you put them at percentage-wise? About four. Four oh, percent, Emma. Come on, uh, Emma. Tell us a little bit about you know the reason why you wanted to take part in the pub quiz. Um, I always enter your competitions, and uh, it's great and brilliant. And uh, we've entered it because my husband is doing um, sober for October, and I hardly ever go out and have a drink. And he likes to go out and have a lot of drink. Does he? And know? so I, yeah, he does a bit too much sometimes. <laughs> but I thought, <laughs> don't tell him I said that. No, it's Hopefully. fine. That's no, fine. Here. <laughs> and I thought that um, I will go out and go to a pub quiz and take him with me because I usually go to ones with him and he drinks. And that uh, he can watch me have a drink. That's and nice, isn't it? A bit of a change. Yeah. And he can concentrate a little bit more because he's not drinking and give you a better yeah. chance of winning the pub quiz. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Emma, go up to like 10%. tell us what you guys do. You, you have a very interesting job, a job that I've never heard of before in all my years on the radio. Tell everyone what you do. I'm a Christmas elf. You're a Christmas elf. Of course you are. Honestly, I really am, yes. We, we work for a company. Um, I mean, my husband's been, has been doing it for about 30 years. And for the last five years, I've been going to help. And so for six months, five, six months of the year, we go around the country installing Christmas. That is incredible. So, like, putting up really lovely, bespoke Christmas decorations. Yeah, massive Christmas trees, little Christmas trees, the big ones in our face. I have heard wow. um, that you uh, are currently decorating uh, North London's finest football club. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we haven't got the Tottenham uh, deal. Oh! <laughs> Richie Firth absolutely burned by listener Emma. <laughs> <laughs> um, but wait, we might be doing the other one. I'm, right. I'm just looking oh, down at our, our sheets of paper here. There's some kind of admin <laughs> error. Uh, it looks like all tables are full. <laughs> you want to watch him, Emma? He's marking all of the quiz sheets. So. <laughs> well, listen, who are you going to be bringing with you to the pub quiz? And you've got your husband I'm, on board. I'm going to bring my hubby, Stu, yeah, and my friend, Sarah and Neil. Fantastic. Well, listen, lovely to speak to you. Fascinating job as well. We can't wait to meet you on the night. And thanks very much for getting cool. involved, OK? Brilliant. I can't wait to meet you guys. Take care. Well, listen, if you would like to meet Emma, maybe get your place decorated for Christmas as well, all you've got to do is go to our website now and you can register absoluteradio.co.uk and we will see you at the pub quiz. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. So this show uh, is always a bit of a debrief after the weekend, isn't it, on a Monday? Very it's much just so. been talking about you uh, going to this wedding and then terrifying the bride and groom with that photobombing <laughs> that you've done. You can still see on our Twitter account. Uh, but in terms of a weekend for me, uh, my sister-in-law, Hannah, and her boyfriend, Andy, came down to visit from Northumberland. It was great. They came down to see our new little baby girl, Thea, and it was lovely to have them there and everything. But the weirdest thing happened when they went home, right? And they told us about this mm-hmm. this morning on, on text. Uh, they left us yesterday to travel back up north to Northumberland. So big old long journey. It's a long drive from South End. Long drive from South End and they stopped just to get uh, a coffee and wake up a little bit at Weatherby Services. Uh-huh. Then if you're familiar with Weatherby Services Not kind done of like, that one yet. It's a little point jump, jump off point before you head out to the wider north and everything like that as well. Fairly big service station as well and they said they couldn't believe it. They walked right into, bumped into uh, their mum and dad. So my other half, Katie and Hannah's parents. That is mad. And, that and they're is from like crazy. middle of the countryside in Northumberland as well. They had no idea that either of them were on the road at any given time. If you think about how long th- th- yes. th- that they've set off, completely. It's just so to bump into your own parents in a service station. It begs the question: What are the chances? What are the chances of that? 
I, I don't raise your chances here. I think these are probably the same kind of ratio. Join I, me, join I me. I once sat on the Victoria Line tube here in London, yeah. heading southbound. I was due to get off at Oxford Circus to come here to Absolute Radio. I'm tired. I get on the tube. I sit down. I slump into my seat. Big sigh. Oh. Like that. Then you open your eyes again because you've got your seat, and I look straight ahead of me. It's my dad. Your dad's just an apparition. It's my dad. No, it's actually my actually dad. Actually, your dad sat in front of me randomly on that tube train on that carriage. Sat in front of me. That's like, what's your dad's first name again? Tim. It's actual Tim. What are the chances? What are the chances? Now you know it almost feels like as we head into the final hour of our show, is there something in this? What are the chances? <laughs> is there something in this particular topic? However, I'll be honest with you, I don't have the confidence to full like throw the full force <laughs> of the show behind it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. There might be someone in this. What are the chances? If you have had an unlikely meeting with someone you know in an unusual location, text us now, 81215. But we're not 100% going to go for it yet. We're just seeing if there's something in this. Is there something in this? What are the chances on Home Time? Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. We Back on the chain gang, the Pretenders. Home time on Absolute Radio, giving you the half an hour warning for Hitler's toilet. It's French related today. Oh, yes. Andy Bush and Richie Firth, home time. So we're kind of just putting the feelers out for a uh, potential phone-in top. We're not going, it's not a phone-in yet. This is not a phone-in. No, no, no. It's, it's, not it's, at all. it's a thing that's got a rough working title of what are the chances? And uh, basically, it started off because my sister in law, Hannah, and her boyfriend, Andy, bumped into their mum and dad at Weatherby Services. And they're all from Newcastle. What are the chances of them bumping into each other? Your dad appeared in front of you. On the uh, Victoria Line heading south. Just looked up, there he is, sat. What are the chances? That train. What are the chances? So, if you ever bumped into someone in unusual circumstances, just let us know because we're thinking about maybe doing it as a phone topic on the show. Uh, We've got a text in here that says, I bumped into some old school friends in a bar in San Francisco. I'm from Hampshire. (laughs) It's not bad. What the chances? Yeah, what the chances? Uh, Richie Andy jumped on the Piccadilly line midday on a Wednesday, literally bumped into my husband's cousin down from Edinburgh on business. What, what are the, the chances? chances? What are the chances of that? Deb says, Hi everyone, I was on, ho- on holiday in Tobago. What are the chances? <laughs> Someone Sorry. behind Went me calls early. my name. Boy from the year above me at school, this was 20 years after we left. What, what are, are the, the chances? chances? Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. My sister-in-law Hannah and her boyfriend Andy were driving up uh, back home up to Northumberland, uh, stopped at Weatherby Services. This is from Southend, bearing in mind, on a Sunday night, bumped into their mum and dad. What are the chances? What are the chances? Unbelievable. 8.12.15, went to Florida, coming for a ride in Cape Canaveral, and the people were getting off. Bumped into my work colleague Brian in Essex. What, what, what are the, the chances? chances? That's amazing. Went on holiday to Devon with my family. 20 years ago, we lived in Norwich. We were at a water park with my parents. <laughs> Parents decided to do a risky water slide and lost my bikini top. Wow. At the bottom were four lads from the year below at school. What are what the chances? The chance? uh, Sally is hanging on. Uh, we need to get to her quickly. She's on the way to uh, yoga. Sally, what happened to you? Well, I was sitting in the dentist this morning playing um, a well-known Scrabble game on my, on my phone. And I was sitting in the dentist in the reception area and up came the letters dentist. No! Yeah, <laughs> and I just thought, what are the chances? What, what are, are the, the chances? chances? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Sally. Do a, do a downward dog for us, all right? <laughs> I will do. <laughs> Absolute 
podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Absolute Radio on a Monday night. It's home time with Andy Bush and Richie Fur. Hitler's toilet in T minus 15 minutes to be ready. <laughs> Just lining up the French national anthem for it. I am concerned. I've heard Richie, <laughs> slightly off mic, ask our producer Adam to line up the French national anthem. I don't know what's happening. Hitler's toilet on the way in a minute. Meanwhile, we've kind of happened upon just kind of a little pop-up feature called... What are the, the chances? chances? Have you ever bumped into someone in very unusual circumstances and you know them? For example, this one here says, Hi Bush and Richie, in 1995 when I was 15 I went to school in rural Aberdeenshire. During the summer, me and my family went to London for a few days. In Covent Garden we were watching some performance and to try and get a better view, I pushed the guy in front of me out the way. It was Johnny from my English class. What are the, the chances? chances? Unbelievable. Should we go to the phones? Tim is uh, hanging on. Blackpool fan. Uh, Tim, what has happened watching the Tangerines? Hello, I was travelling down to watch us away at Yeovil a long time ago, which from uh, Lancashire is a long, long trip. Yeah. And I can't remember the name of the services, but it, whichever one's on the M5 as you get towards Yeovil. And I bumped into my brother-in-law who was going fishing somewhere down south. Wow, what, what are the chances? chances? That's chances. But you two can believe it. It was unbelievable. I've actually thought of another one since I've been on the line for go on. a long time. Ago go on, well. go on. Um, we were in Asda and we were just leaving, uh, pulling out of Asda car park, and we had to stop to let a chap cross the road in front of us. And this chap had a white stick, and literally the song Handbags and Gladbags was starting on the radio. So if you can imagine the start of that song, yeah. ever see a blind man cross the road? Oh, yeah. What are the, what the, what are the chances? <laughs> Mate, two for the price of one, Tim. Thanks very much. Uh, M5 is Taunton Dean Services, I think, isn't it, as well? That's a cracking service station, that is. Off the top of my head. That is an amazing bit of service station uh, knowledge there, Richie. All right. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. <laughs> Oh, yes. I'm more than aware that there are people who have been uh, documenting these for years. Uh, so for those who are fans of this ramshackle feature, uh, you'll be excited to know that today we have a top ten. Oh, brilliant. It's one for the purists, this. It really is, because it's a top ten that I've ripped out of the paper. <laughs> Uh, this is like when Paul McCartney <laughs> plays a rare Beatles song he doesn't normally do live. <laughs> it's exactly that. Just like that. A third of adults in France claim to dislike us immensely. Have a listen to this. So, I have the top ten English traits that annoy the French. Oh, I bet there's loads of stuff we do that wind them up. I'll allow you to take a guess. I'm going to go for... Is this something to do with our driving? Have they got a problem with our driving when we go over there? <laughs> is, it the food, is it the food that we have and we want when we go to France on holiday in the south of France? We want, like, you know, ham, egg and chips and British food and stuff. You've... Do you know what? If this was a dartboard, yeah. you've just scored quite well. Oh, good. Let me go through the ten. Wearing socks with sandals is at ten. Hey, come that is harsh. At nine, it's our arrogance. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Can't a, argue with that. It's at eight. Little bit political for a second, then we'll move on. Why did we vote for Brexit? Ooh. At seven, we think we're the best at everything. Well, we are. 
<laughs> At six, we're obsessed with tea. We are. We are. At five, we expect everyone else to speak English. That's a good point. We do. <laughs> at, four, <laughs> at four, we can't cook. At three, football hooliganism. Hey, come on, look, we put that one to bed yeah, we're, now, we're we? are reformed, come on. Come on. At two, our obsession with the royal family. Wow. However, you kind of got bullseye very quickly. The number one thing the French hate about the English is the fact that we drive on the left. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. That was just a shot in the dark with that. I didn't... Like, that's just Spot what we've always on. done. It's what they hate the most. They hate coming over here and having to drive on the left. Wow. Or the fact that we go over there and it's a big issue that we've got to drive on the right. Even to the point where that guy went on Dragon's Den and made that glove, do you remember? No. He, this guy went on Dragon's Den and he invented a glove that you put on one of your hands, a bit like Michael Jackson, glittery yeah. glove, which tells you and reminds you of what side of the road you've got to be driving on. Incredible. Incredible. You heard it here first on Hitler's Toilet. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So I would say, thank you for listening to this podcast. I would also say, do yourself a favour this evening if you've got five minutes, or today if you're listening to this the day after the show, make sure you seek out Richie Firth's photobombing picture uh, that we put on either our Twitter, at Absolute Radio, or our Facebook page as well. There's been a fair bit of collateral damage from today's show, and that really is the main piece of wreckage you need to make sure that you've... uh, checked out. I've never seen anything like it in my life. The music's <laughs> great and just the only advice I would have for you is don't watch it just before you go to sleep. 